Yeah, everybody's super welcoming. They love to give you stage time if you're here to hustle and work sure. and to make people laugh. Right. right. That's make important. people laugh is the important part. Not get a reaction. <laughs> yeah. The reaction is laughing you want. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're going to do comedy, you might want to make some laughter mm-hmm. happen. You have to do that. Five, four, three, two, one. What's up, hello? This is the Hits 96 Podcast. Gino D here with you. Today, joined only by DJ Kevin Hayes. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Natalie's on vacation this week. She'll be uh, returning. She went to the Key West. Hopefully that... I know... Well, not saying hopefully. She did survive the the uh, <laughs> hurricane and everything that went down there. Wow. As far as I know, so according to social media, everything is good to go. Um, but they marked themselves as safe. She's with Jacob and... Uh, Hopefully, she's having a good time. That's what I was going to say. I, I, hope hopefully she, she I hope she is, too. <laughs> Natalie, we love you. We miss yes, you, baby. of course. So, Natalie will be back with us next week. In fact, we'll uh, have all kinds of... Uh, we have special guests joining us, too. Mushroom farmers, believe it or not, next week, according oh, to nice. Natalie. So, we'll get into that next week. But right now, since Kevin and I... I don't think we've done the podcast, just the two of us before. Not in quite some time. We had to kick the ladies out or yeah. the lady out. <laughs> um, later on in the show, we will be talking to... Or I'll be talking to Marty Bartow. He was actually on the um, the afternoon show... Uh, earlier this week, he does Uncommon Comedy. He's a local stand-up comic. He's kind of getting some things going up in Chattanooga, so we'll talk a little bit about that. He'll be our featured guest uh, from earlier this week, but Kevin and I are going to talk about living with our significant others. At least that's where we're going to start with this topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what you want, you were the one that brought this up. You wanted to talk about it, so lay it out here. And Natalie's now here, not here to defend the female side exactly. of things. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, it blows on mine. Natalie has known me for almost 10 years. Mm. She's known Devin for maybe three and a half, and like she's all team Devin now. Like she's forgotten about me. I'm like, dang, homie, I thought I thought we were better than that. Right. But no, all jokes aside, like this is my first time ever living with a woman that I've been romantically linked with. Mm-hmm. So it's just different. I bet. Like it is, especially since the first. And for those that don't know. The first couple of years of your relationship, you guys lived in separate cities, so yeah. it was really like a visitation type thing that was going on I mean, for a, up w- quite until, a while. Yeah, up until last month. I mean, we yeah. still, even after our first year of marriage, we were not living, living in the same together. household, Yeah, which even that in itself caused problems because for my wife, her love language is quality time, so she wants me around, which I get. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm over words of affirmation. As long as I talk to you, you say something nice to me, I'm good. <laughs> And so it's just been different because my schedule is go to work, go work out, yep. go rock out again, go home. Do that every day, almost every day. And then on the weekends, if I have a gig, I go, well, prior to, you know, unless I had a gig, I would be in Nashville. But if I'm not, if I do, but if I have a gig that weekend, then get up, go work out, do something, sure. and then go to the gig. Living by the beat of your own drum. Exactly. <laughs> now I have to, you know, like, check in. Not, that, not saying the check-in is a bad thing, but at the oh. same time, it's like, it's just different. Well, that's what the, like, that's, right, the idea of marriage. All of a sudden, now it's a partnership. So now everything is checking in, making sure we're all on the same page, and you have to go through these these motions. Which is, I mean, and it's just different because 
we are now in the same house and now she wants to decorate a house, decorate the house a certain way, which is fine. It's just that we have different ideas on what should be done and what shouldn't be done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, allocating household chores and sure. all these other things. Of course, she works from home. So she's pretty much by herself like all day. Right. And so it's just like when I get home, she's like, hey, I'm like, I just need five minutes. Yeah, to. You need the decompression time. Exactly. But it's like, but we got to do this and this and this. I'm like, can I just get five minutes? <laughs> because that whole time, because she's been able to decompress all day long, or at least not that she's not busy. She's doing what she has to do. But it's that social interaction that she's thriving for or yeah. craving at that point. So when you get in the door, it's like, oh, my gosh, the outside world. Pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. I'm like, can I just sit down, have have a, right. some lemonade before? <laughs> before we get into the, the yeah. to-do list for the day? And, you know, sometimes this is like, I'll start working on something like, well, let's do this instead. Okay. Right. That's fine. But now you've been with Savannah now. It's I mean, been, been just, over, just over a year now. Almost, almost closer, getting closer to about a year and a half and of y'all, actually dating. I moved in in the beginning of June. So it was... Almost about the same amount of time. Beginning of July, same thing. Yeah, about, almost about the same time. Devin's been in my been in our house now. Yeah. So what has it been like? But For, you've also lived with another woman. Yeah, I've lived with a significant other before. Uh, my previous relationship up in New Hampshire, I was actually not just living with her. I lived. We lived in kind of like it was kind of like a duplex situation. So we kind of lived up the upstairs. It was not a duplex, but it was uh, a bigger enough house that I had my own separate entrance. I could go live upstairs. The only thing we shared was a kitchen. Right. So there was that whole thing. So I've. And it wasn't just uh, my ex. It was also her family, her mother, her father, her sister, her grandmother. They all lived in the same house. So that was an interesting thing in my previous relationship. Granted, that kind of got me prepared to live with a significant other and also gave me that experience of just living with others before. I've had roommates and things in the past, but as far as an adult, put it that way, um, to live. So far, Savannah in the situation, and we also have a roommate. Savannah's roommate was, was Lauren. She's still living there. So yeah. now there's three of us that live in the house because I moved in. But so far, it's been wonderful, to be honest. It's been a really great relationship. I think so far, I mean, I kind of knew that. I was spending a lot of time there anyway. Right, right. You know, I had an apartment on the North Shore. I was there when I could be, but it was just, you know, my much like Devin, my, qual- my I guess, love language would be quality time as well. Right. So I do sp- like the spending. Even if it's just hanging out in the room watching TV or scrolling on our phones, I just like having that person around if, if it can be possible. So I would spend all my time over there. And then once my lease came up, we said, you know what? Why am I paying for full rent when I'm really just keeping my stuff there and kind of backpacking back and forth? So we decided to make the move in. Lauren was cool with it. So now I have Savannah as a roommate, but also Lauren. And so far, knock on wood, <laughs> it's been a good It's going to be a good process, I think, for all of us, to be fair. Uh, it's obviously helping out financially for everyone. Now, Savannah owns the place. Right. So we're paying rent to her to help her pay the mortgage, essentially. Yeah. Is what's going on. And then, of course, utilities and stuff. So we divide everything by threes. So that helped everything out. Of course. In, in that sense. And then when it comes to daily chores and things of that nature, we never actually sat down and like ironed it all out, but it's just clean up after yourselves and we shouldn't have any issues. I think I'm, a, I'm not a neat freak by any means, but I'm a little bit more tidy. She probably, Savannah heard this, she'd probably hate me saying that, than her. She's a little bit more of the messy things. I don't know how Devin is or or how previous roommates you've had, but it's like stacks of things. Savannah loves to have like stacks of things around the house. Like a stack of papers on the floor. That's like my work stuff. And then a stack over here of books that I want to read. There's a (laughs) a 
you know, a bunch of stuff over here, bags over here, water bottles over there. It's not really my style. So that's been an interesting thing. Has been bad, but it's just been an interesting way of living. She Devin's way more organized okay. than everything. Than, than, than I am. Than you are. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, by leaps and bounds. Sure. And so, not that I'm necessarily a messy person, but I, I, you know, I just, long as I can get to where I need to get, yeah. I'm fine. That's how Savannah is, I think. And so, it also is like the way I do things sometimes. Devin's like, well, why are you doing it that way? That's just the way I do it. Like, I don't, <laughs> uh, like, I, I understand, like, you have your way of doing things, but, you know, this is how I do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's been like, and there's things like, you know, some things that don't bother me. Like, I think the the bathroom in the main in the main bedroom ran just a little bit long. That didn't bother me. I'm like, oh, whatever. But, like, it is it's like, hey, we need to do something about this. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I just went in and adjusted it and problem solved. There you go. So I'm just like, I mean, it's. This is not a, not not hard. But <laughs> I know, like when our mailbox got demolished, you know, she was like, "We gotta get it fixed right now." I'm like, "Well, I mean, I get it. I mean, she just wants it done and out of the way right away, right? More, then, more or less. Let's not stop thinking about it. Let's just do it." Which is fine, but then like she's like, "Well, we gotta make it beautiful." I'm like, "Baby, the whole neighborhood neighborhood heard the explosion that was the guy hitting the mailbox. Like it's very clear because that mailbox had stood for years." Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden for it not to be there, you see a, some rubble. It's like, ah, something terrible happened yeah, here. Yeah. We know what it, we, I mean, we don't have an idea what it was, but then some of the neighbors who saw us with the aftermath, like, oh yeah, we did hear. So it's like, it's not like we just demolished it. It's like, we're not gonna have a mailbox. It's like, no, it's like, <laughs> we are like our mailbox got destroyed. I think, so it must be just for her though. Then just something just on the list. Like it's just that this happened now. We got it. She just wants to clear it. She just right. wants to not make it a thing. But it's you're all, saying you're making it a thing by rushing to do it or... Well, you know, we needed to get it done because if your mailbox is destroyed, you have 10 days to get it to replace it. Oh, okay. And, like, we got it done on day eight. Eight, nine. <laughs> like, she was, like... She would, if she would have had her... If we could have went and got the mailbox that Sunday, mm-hmm. we would have done it that Sunday. So, there are things like that and then just, you know, just blending our lives together and just sure. trying to figuring everything out because, you know, she likes to go to bed early, like nine o'clock, she's in the bed. I'm just getting started. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm off for a while. But then also she wants me to go to the gym in the morning so I can come home in the evening. But it's like, I'm not a morning person. And sometimes it's depending on what I want to do in the gym, I may not have the time to do it. So, you know, it's, it's little okay, things like Going that. back to that routine that you originally had. Exactly. That was just kind of your lifestyle. So now to change that up is not as easy as it maybe seems. But, you know, it, it's it's getting better. Good. It's just, you know, we just got to meander our way through everything and kind of figure things out. Now we got to buy a new lawnmower because I think I did something to it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. It, but, you know, that's something else. And I have a... Pretty big yard. Right. So for me, I'm like, yo, let's just go. Well. So is a rider mower? Have, oh, yeah. yeah. It was a rider mower because I've got like an acre and a half. Yeah. So I was like, well, my buddy who runs a lawn company is like, oh, I'll come cut it. He gave me a price. I'm like, yeah, okay. She's like, well, 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 let's get the. I'm like, baby, my yard used to be a strawberry field. It grows nine months out of the year. Mm. If it looks like it's going to rain, my grass shoots up <laughs> like three inches. <laughs> Like, let's just let him cut it. 
before this turns to the jungles of uh, jungle safari. Yep. And you know we got all kinds of animals in our backyard. Like what's up? Because you know that happens. Sure. Now, but it's always that's the better route to go financially. I would assume. Would I mean, be for to right pay now, this guy for right now, instead of going out and buying a brand new lawnmower. I, mean, I, I definitely want to get my own because I mean it's by the time like. If we continue to have the warm weather that we're going to have, I'm going to be cutting the grass at least until October. Yeah, easy. You know, so I'm like, and if even, you know, we may even make it all the way until November, depending on how warm it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you start doing the math, like, ah, <laughs> we can, we can go have the thing halfway paid off. And it's like, we don't have the funds to just go ahead and get it. Sure. But she's like, well. Well, let's see if they can be if the lawnmower can be fixed. I'm like, that's fine, but in the meantime, let's just pay this dude. He can take care of it for a little while. At least take care of this week. Out of sight, that, out of mind. You know, before you know, we start getting notes from the city. <laughs> when, when the question I want to ask you, and actually Savannah brought this up to me, I uh, was at the actually at, at the splash party because we had the splash party over at Whiskey Cowgirl not yeah. too long ago, and Devin always helps out. She's always of a course huge help for that. And Savannah showed up afterwards because she had things to do, and it. I don't see that as a problem. There's no big deal of her not going. And I'm sure if Devin couldn't make it, she doesn't make it yeah. to all the events, but she does make it to a lot of them. She sure so does. Savannah compared herself to Devin in that sense and asked me, she said, do you want me to be more of an active figure? She said, in in, in the work and in, in helping you. And I said, I'm personally, do what you want. If Savannah wants to show up and help out, then she can do that by all means. I never ac- ask her to, or... Um, expect her to do anything. Not that you expected of Devin either, no. but she did ask that she just notices Devin's along along a lot of the time. And then when it comes to your DJing, she's actually helped setting up the equipment, taking mm-hmm. down the speakers and all of that. So how did that kind of come into about in your relationship? Is, is that something that you asked Devin or did Devin volunteer or just started happening and you guys are cool with it? Because I told her, I go, don't compare it. That's, that's their relationship. That's what they do. Honestly, she volunteered. I'd never, I've never asked her, at least not to my knowledge. I may have asked her like to hand me something. Sure. But help out mo- here and there. But it just seems like you guys have almost like a routine when it comes to breaking down, especially the, the DJing stuff. So I think one of the first times, well, when we, our second date technically was I DJed a wedding on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So she helped me set everything up and break everything down. Not that I want I'm like, you can sit in the car. I don't yeah, care what you, you do. Out. Like, I mean, sure. just, if you want to help, fine. But, but I don't. She's that type of person. Just going to yeah, help. So I'm like, she, she decided to join in. But I did a Mardi Gras party one February at the uh, Chattanooga, not Chattanooga, I'm sorry, the Westin. And this is where I had my cart. And, like, I had to walk everything in. Mm. And she goes, oh, my goodness. You care? Yeah. You carry all this stuff by yourself? Yeah. Part of the job. And so she just, whenever whenever she's available and can, she will help, which, sure. again, I appreciate. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Love you for that. Well, it's great. And like I said, Devin helps out with all the things. She was checking in people at the splash party. That's just the most recent example. But, but, but she's always doing something. But with her last job and her current job, when they do events, that's what she does. Yeah. And it's because she's, yeah. That, so she just, and she loves organizing. She loves giving information. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I mean, yeah. that's what you want to do. I mean, that's fine. Like, you can literally just sit there and just sip some tea. Sure. And hang and out. Cause, and, and I would not be mad. Like, yeah, and that's that's just funny because Savannah did bring that up. She's like, Devin's always like working. Do you want that? And I said, if you're available, you can if you wish. But that's not an expectation by any means. At all. And it was just an interesting thing because Savannah works throughout the week. Not that Devin doesn't. But it was just one of those things. And she just like, I, I can make. She always felt like she was not living up to the standard that Devin <laughs> laid down. And I was like, you don't have to. You don't hey, have to. 
you know, if you want to help, great. I mean, sometimes it's more fun to do those events, especially radio events, to help out because there is a lot of downtime sometimes if you're not actively doing something. Right, and I think, like, if if you're going to partake in, like, say, some of the, the benefits of either, you know, the VIP section at Run the Chihuahuas right. or if you're going to, you know, get free food at something, like, yeah, I'll pitch in and help, you know, you know sure. work for your lunch. And that, yeah, yeah. that's kind of like her mentality is like, you know, if you if you're going to partake in some of the benefits and festivities of an event, like, you know, we're going to be at, um, Frazier, Frazier five and down next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Devin's going to help because that's just how she is, but she also will enjoy the benefits of hanging out with us. Exactly. And that's just kind of like her mentality. Like if I'm going to benefit from, you know, where I'm going to be, like, I don't want to be a bump on a log. I want to help. And that's just how she is. Yeah. No, I told Savannah the same thing. I said exactly those lines. I said, if you want to help, you can, if you don't want to, you don't need to. She, she would like to. She just has to get, you know, the availability and, and finding the time and, and I guess making that move over. But it was just so funny. That was the first time she actually brought it up was after the splash party. <laughs> I just noticed Devin's at all most of the events, and she does help set up and take down and is got, has a job, for uh, you know, lack of a better and, word. And part of it is, you know, Devin likes hanging out with me. Of course. You know, it's just cool. Like, part you know, and I was, when I was when we were doing at the uh, at the splash party, I was like, you know, you can come, you can sit, you can relax, you can chill. Like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get set up. Because I've gotten so used to doing things by myself. Like, it's nice that you're there. I'm like, cool, you know, this, sure. this is what I'm going to do. But she's like, well, I just want to help. I'm like, okay. I mean, if you don't, like, I won't be mad. Like, yeah. you can sit back and have a drink and just chill or And that's probably the healthiest way to go about it is to not expect it because it is your gig, not necessarily hers. So it's all in what she wants to do with it. Yeah, and, and like, if... At her job, like if they ever need me to do something, I'd be happy to help, but they never need me yeah. for anything. That's what, so that's funny too, because Savannah, same thing. She works for uh, um, a company that creates garbage trucks and stuff like that. They just don't do a lot of events and things of that nature, at least yeah. the ones that I would be in, involved in or things that I would be able to go to. So it's really interesting. We were just talking about this not too long ago, and she was just saying, I feel like I know, and I don't ask a lot of questions because a lot of the people, you know, it's like you almost have to know the people to kind of understand if somebody's telling a story. Mm-hmm. You can ask questions, but they're always like more broad questions about like who's this and why do I know why why should I know who this person is? It's like, well, so and so is my boss or something. But she's met a lot of you now mm-hmm. yourself, Todd, uh, Natalie, of course, and a whole bunch of others. So she's that a lot more entwined into the world. And then she's like, see, I just know so much more about the people that you work with compared to the, and compared to you and the people that I work with. And it's like, because I haven't met any of them. So when she tells a story about somebody at work, it's just names. It was like that for me yeah. because for a while, you know, it was COVID. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then they, they weren't doing events like they are now. So we didn't really get a chance to meet. I didn't get really a chance to meet a lot of her coworkers. I think I'd only met one prior to me going to Kentucky for their convention. And I met some of her other coworkers, which was cool. Like, okay, so this is you. Okay. Yeah. I actually know who you are, but then, you know, it's just like, I thought it was like, I've, I haven't met any of your coworkers. Like I've yet to meet her boss. Right. I mean, it's just like, so okay. it's just hard for me, for me personally to like ask the right questions or questions that are interesting because they're, they are just names. I'm now I've met a handful of people that have whatever. And now I know them and consider them friends and stuff. But like when it comes to her real coworkers, it's been an interesting conversation that we've had recently. She's like, you just don't ask a lot of questions. It's like, I don't know these people. So to me to ask random questions about them is just strange to me. 
<laughs> well, so she just says their names of, you know, she's like her boss is so-and-so and her boss is this. And I don't know. It's just been an interesting kind of. I think for me, I try to keep track of who's doing what and try to, you know, be more engaged because she's like, you know, you, I know everything about your job, but like, you don't ask me. I'm like, yeah. So I try to keep up with, I got to do a better job with who's <laughs> who. And this person does this, this person does that. And this person, we kind of like that person. We definitely don't like, mm-hmm. and we love this person. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's different when a lot of her coworkers don't live in Nashville or don't work in the building. So mm-hmm. a lot, some of them are, are still working remote in other States because it's a, International uh, international corporation, not corporation, but a uh, foundation. So I'm like, all right, well, only time we get to see each other is at specific events. And last year was the first time I was able to go oh, yeah. to their international convention. I was like, oh, this is who this is. Yeah. All right, cool. All I hear is stories. And, you know, I'm better with faces than I exactly. am with names. Exactly. So if you, you can tell me this person's name, I'm like, okay, cool. But for me to like have any care other than until or, I admit that person. Yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely like a a challenge. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I will say that it's living with Devin. It's been good. I mean, like I said, it's been, again, just going to have its ebbs, uh, and, ebbs and flows. Yeah, it's, it's just different because, like I said, this is, you know, ideally we wanted to buy a home right. and move in together. But, of course, with the house market being the way that it is, it just didn't make sense financially to – dump all that money into a home that we really weren't that crazy about. Yeah. Right. And so right now we're just saving money and just trying to, you know, be fiscally smart. Now, when that time comes, will you be ready to, will you hold on to that house and do you have the oh, do yeah. thing to do? Cause I know that you've owned property before. Yeah, no, we're, I, we're definitely going to, cause she's renting out her townhouse now. And that's what ultimately what we want to do is just, like I said, right now it's just, it doesn't make sense yeah. to try to buy a house. Now, if, if the right deal and the right price came, sure. sure, we would take it. But the last house we actually put an offer in, it was just. I, I, <laughs> it was a bad experience. Well, no, it was just like, <laughs> it was going to be like $50,000 to fix everything. everything that was wrong. And that was just like ballpark. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, it's going to be more than 50 than under. I'm like, where are we going to get the money? Right. On top of making the house payment. Like, sure. it's just, it doesn't make sense. It's a lot. I have no idea about any of that world yet. <laughs> to be oh, fair. but you will. I'm a very uh, young 37 because I really haven't. I've always rented, so I've never had to worry about um, any of that, you know. And then if everything goes according to plan with Savannah and I, eventually that day will come, I'm sure. But yeah, she's always talking about keep the place that she owns now, which is more or less a little bit of a townhouse. She's yeah. Like a little, and um, she wants to hold on to this one and rent it out and eventually go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, for for what I can say, for the living experience, living with a significant other so far, it's been a handful of months, but so far so good. I mean, I can't complain. I like where it is. Now I'm closer to the radio station, so that was always a bonus. Just over down over here off of Broad Street. So it's <laughs> great. And yeah, so far so good. So but I mean, as long as the relationships are healthy and wealthy and wise, yeah, then the I living mean, should be okay. It should be a good. And thing. we I have a pretty decent sized house, so it's not like if she wanted to go somewhere. Like she can. Right. Like I've You needed got, that time. Like I needed that time, but like just because we've been so busy these last six, seven weeks between um different remotes, live broadcasts we've had and different yeah. events we had with this station and other stations, like we just been 
like the weekends just come and go so quick and it's just like oh man and then of course you know unexpected things like i said the mailbox i mean that was a yeah just puts everything yeah just just puts you off and it's like dang that's time we gotta take the get this right we really have been and i I know that you again messing with more stations than just hits but we really have been super busy this last couple of weeks plus just whatever's happening in our personal lives so this actually now that labor day weekend is here we've actually made plans savannah and i to not make any plans for this weekend anything solid so we're not we're just kind of take labor day weekend off and just the first time in a while yeah and just to relax i mean i've got to work saturday you know I me, mean? you know, it's just, like it's just—it's <laughs> just the nature of the beast. Like you're just always just, and I get it, and it's like I look forward to my downtime when, when we do get it. But it's just like, man, like it's every, and you try to be you're trying to run a radio station that's live and local. I mean, that's just why it's is what it is. And there's still more events out there that are coming. But like I said, like <laughs> it's just trying to find that time to get the things done at the house that. She wants to get done, but also being able to, because I was like, you know, some, like I DJ, like it's wedding season again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, like, hey, I, I got to get out on the road and, you know, start making things shake. So I was like, you know, we have these plans we want to do, and some of these plans require, you know, some money. That's it. You know, so I was like, hey, like, do you want it or not? <laughs> but overall, good experience yeah, to wrap so far, it up. So of far, course, it's, it's been positive. Yeah. You love her. Of course. Happy with all the choices being made. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're, we're working through it. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's like, it's definitely like an eye-opening experience. My friends and my cousins also like, when you live with a woman, it is completely different. It, it is something that you will never, you can never anticipate. Mm-hmm. You just have to just ride with it. And it's cool. You do. And you just got to keep yourself in check. And, and communication is key. Uh, that's what uh, I've learned with uh, Brock Olson. Chattanooga-based dating expert coming in all the time and answering everybody's questions. It's always about setting up those expectations, talking about what you have, whether it be concerns or what you need, and vice versa. And as long as that communication is constantly flowing, it should be okay. Yeah, like, and it's, again, some things it's like, it's not that serious. It's, it's not that serious. <laughs> like, it, it, I'll probably, like, I'll, I'll probably, like, it, if, if we don't do this thing today, yeah, it'll be fine. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah we're going to be all right. It's going to be okay. Well, very good. <laughs> All right, so we'll take a quick break here. We're going to hear from our sponsor, Journey Hemp, of course. Make sure you check them out in St. Elmo. Uh, get a word from them. And then we'll be back. Uh, I'll be talking to Marty Bartow from Uncommon Comedy. He's doing some uh, pop-up comedy shows here and there. He's been over at Pax Brew Room and over at Southside. And if actually, if you're listening and you own a venue or if you know a particular venue that's looking for comedy shows and stuff, Marty's the guy to reach out to. That's at Uncommon Comedy. But I'll get all those details in the next interview. Um, next week, we have Natalie, who she'll be back with us, of course. Yes. And then I guess she met some mushroom farmers over at the Chattanooga Market. Truman. And they're going to be coming in to talk about all kinds of different things, about how you can use mushrooms for more than just eating, apparently, and so much more. So that'll be a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to that. Kevin, have a good week. Thank you, man. Journey Hemp, located on Tennessee Avenue in St. Elmo, offers a wide range of high-quality, 50-state legal products. They have everything from tinctures and hemp flour to vaping products and edibles. They also have a delicious selection of gummies, brownies, infused slushies, and infused drinks. And if you're in need of smoking accessories, they've got you covered with a full line of options. However, it's not just the products that make Journey Hemp special. Their staff is incredibly knowledgeable and friendly, ensuring that you have a great experience every time you visit. Plus, they're open seven days a week, so you can stop by whenever it's convenient for you. They even have a loyalty program to reward you for your continued support. Journey Hemp is in a great location that's easily accessible. 
3908 Tennessee Avenue in St. Elmo. You can also learn more at journey-hemp.com. Don't wait. Your journey to wellness and relaxation starts at Journey Hemp. Hits 96, Chattanooga's number one hit music station. Gino D here with you, and I have a special guest joining me in studio, Marty Bartow. How you doing, Marty? Howdy, hey, Gino. How you doing? Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking local comedy with me for a moment here. So you are not originally from the Chattanooga area. We were just talking a little bit before we got on the air here, but you're from more the Atlanta area. Right. And then you've come here now about a, about a year, six months to a year, and you've started an uncommon comedy. Yes. Let's, let's start from the beginning here. How did this all come about, and what's your inspiration for doing this type of stuff? Um, the inspiration is really just how welcoming the comedy community's been to me. Uh, everyone's hustling and trying to put on open mics and get crowds to the shows, and everybody's so funny that I was... I just had an idea maybe we should start doing pop-up shows at different venues and start flipping around, seeing sure. what places have audiences who want comedy. Right. You know, there's right. a lot of people in Chattanooga who are all unique and fun who wants to laugh with us. Absolutely. And it's and it's and I love this city. I've been here only about just over two years now myself. And there's so many venues and so many cool places that people do hang out. Why not do some comedy shows at these venues? Right. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of the mentality of uh, doing these pop-ups. I know just last night you were with our friends over at Southside. You did a show over there with uh, a buddy of yours. How was that show? It went really well. Southside Social is an incredible place to do a show. They have so much going on, and they've got an awesome stage right by the bar that sure. we filled out. You know, Lots right. of folks came to laugh with us last night. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you kind of uh, mentioned it a little bit. When it comes to the local comedy scene, it's been pretty inviting uh, from what you're telling us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's super welcoming. They love to give you stage time if you're here to hustle and work sure. and to make people laugh. Right. right. That's make important. people laugh's the important part. Not get a reaction. <laughs> yeah. The reaction's laughing you want. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're going to do comedy, you might want to make some laughter mm-hmm. happen. You have to do that. So one thing that you are working on, it's called New Joke Night, and that's going to be starting uh, starting up in September. September 7th, 6 to 8, over with our friends at the PAX Brew Room. Uh, explain New Joke Night. Uh, so New, j- new, d- 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 new Joke it. Night is... <laughs> Um, just a way, uh, once a month, hopefully to get, um, all the comics around town psyched to start writing, to get on stage and at open mics, you can say brand new stuff if you want to, but a lot of times folks are trying things at open mics that they've already been working on. New joke night. If it's never been said before, we want it set on that stage that night and we want some audience feedback. Maybe we'll have some sort of gimmick with it. Like give everybody like number signs and hold up a point okay. if you like the joke or not. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But have fun with it and get everybody out there trying and swinging for the fences with something new. Excellent. So looking for new comics, comics that have been just trying their own thing, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Yeah, everybody's welcome. If it's your first time doing comedy or it's your 10th year doing comedy. Fantastic. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Again, that's Thursday, September 7th. So it's going to be a week from tomorrow. And you'll be able to check that out 6 to 8 at the PAX Brew Room. And then you're also partnering up with, I, I haven't heard of this until you brought it up, the Alien Primate Rave. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that is a b- super brand new. Yeah, um, I got very new. lucky to run into um, a buddy of mine, Michael, who put together an event company that's going to put together raves once a month with wow, like EDM DJs and right here strobe in lights. And we partnered with Snapdragon Hemp as well. Awesome. And we, um, yeah, we had a nice showcase, two hours of comedy right before the four hour rave. And uh, it was and awesome. Those, and those crowds <laughs> seem to combine. Oh, it was rowdy. <laughs> they were there to party, and we had to, like, we put them in their place. <laughs> okay. Very good. Very good. Very they, came good. To, they came to um, 
uh, they came to talk out, and the comics we lined up had a lot of energy, and were able to shut them down and keep them in line and make them laugh. Cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, because when you think of rave, you think of like the neon necklaces and, of course, the lights everywhere, and they're just ready to go. And you guys are like, well, let's just learn, learn some jokes first. Here, mm-hmm. hear us out. But I'm glad that ended up working, and of course, they're having you back. So it couldn't have been that. Yeah, it's going to be great on um, September 30th. Yeah, September 30th, it says here, September 30th, 8 to 10. That's over on Benton Drive. And, of course, you can get all the details by just following Marty and Uncommon Comedy. You guys will be posting up all the details for all the upcoming shows. Yep. And then, like we mentioned, you're kind of reaching out to uh, anybody listening that has a venue that possibly Mm -hmm. would want to do a pop-up comedy show. Is that the best way to reach out to you, social media? Yeah, social media is the best way. And comedy is one of those things that's creative and flexible. So it could be anything like we're doing the new joke night we've just did the rave show and we're looking for any kind of ideas that somebody could have. We're looking to do a clean comedy night, maybe a dark comedy night. Who sure. knows what'll happen? Right, right. <laughs> and then uh, people know that, listen, of course, I'm part of the improv comedy troupe that's in town. So who knows? Maybe we should collaborate as well. Oh, that'd be wonderful. More comedies, better comedy. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. So that's Uncommon Comedy. Make sure you follow Marty on social media. What is that? Just at Uncommon Comedy, I'm assuming? Yes, with yeah. the underscore between. And we'll make sure to link up on our website too. You'll be able to go to hits96.com for all the details about both of these events, New Joke Night and the um, the, the Comedy Rave and, and so much more. And you'll be able to reach out to Marty if you are a venue owner or perhaps you're a comedian that just wants to get involved. Marty's uh, more than open. Yes, we're looking, we know all, I know all the mics, I know all the people, we'll link everyone together and we'll have some more fun. Very good, very good. Marty, thanks so much for stopping on by and talking all about this. Thank you so much, Gino, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Again, all those details, go to hits96.com, I'll have them posted up later on this evening. It's Hits. This has been Hey What's Up Hello, the Hits 96 podcast with DJ Kevin Hayes, Natalie, and Gino D. Make sure to follow us on all social media and to like and subscribe. Please note that the views, opinions, and content expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or policies of Bayhackle Communications.